John, that's what the Patreon channels are for. Yeah, I still Patreon don't, channels I still don't you know can there's curse. Patreon is. It's something that I believe, and I may be corrected, maybe the viewers know, or the listeners, yeah. Patreon you, is like, uh, like the adult version. You know, like you can cuss and maybe say some off-color things. And because somebody pays for it, I think it's a dollar a month or something, 90 cents a you month. You have to pay to join. Yeah, yeah. So if a, right. a person pays, mm -hmm. you know, it's not, you know, on, out in the open. He chose to listen to that blue conversation, you. you know. So mm -hmm. I think that's what Patreon is. So a lot of people that have... Um, their videos taken down for whatever reason, they put them on Patreon. Well, because they got to go somewhere. Yeah. They, I guess they, well, it's kind of interesting. I wonder where they're more successful at uh, recouping their viewership on a, on a platform like Rumble, BitChute, or Patreon. Because, you know, it's funny. You, you know, going all the way back to the late 80s, early 90s, with way back Bernie Shaw remember Bernard Shaw the, oh sure the, the, the number one I, I at least I thought he was the number one anchor for CNN seemed like a pretty classy guy listen right? uh, everybody in the world thought that CNN was the end all like you could hear it on well it was the local. first big worldwide cable news network and, and none of us had any idea that these scumbags were creating Hollywood-esque productions during Desert Storm. So you did, they were corrupted even way back then? Oh, my God, they were corrupted. And they were all in on the whole agenda wow. to go to, you know, to Iraq. What did we send? We sent a half a million people and, <laughs> and, and a shitload. billions and billions. Just Halliburton's contract, I think uh. it was like $9 billion dollars. Back in 1991, One, sure. and of course, who, ha who was a former uh, president or vice president of Halliburton? Dick Ed Cheney. Abe Lincoln's father. Abe Lincoln's father, right. Apparently his daughter thinks she's Abe Lincoln. Yeah, so, you know, I, uh, hmm. I don't know. That's kind of crazy. Well, you know what, John? I mean, so the corruption then, I mean, it really started with cable TV then. Because... I mean, everybody on 247, I mean, was they seemed to be on the up and up, just I, reporting no, the news. I don't think that that's true, necessarily, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, what? think about the power. You know, they used to call television the opium of the masses, and I understand how that's true. But all of those old newscasters that we knew and loved and trusted, mm -hmm. you know what we were? We were... We were fucking goats at the Turtle Bag Zoo, yeah. and the newscasters and the producers were by those Feature. feed dispensers, sure. and they had they had pockets and pockets full of quarters, or they had dummy blanks and all of the goat feed, mm. and we would just line up or rush them and be gobbling down that feed. I haven't done that in years. Mm. John, oh, man. hey, listen, it's been there for over 50 years, Eating right? Goats. Yeah, yeah. they put a lot of money into that. A lot of taxpayer, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. county, well, Essex County money. Yeah, but you know something, just as a little sidebar, that arena is where I learned how to skate. I will never regard that arena. I will never go along with the disgusting politics 
of the state. It'll never be the so-and-so Cody Arena to me. It'll always be South Mountain Arena, because that's what it is. And I know who the politicians are who pulled that off. Screw yourself. Yeah, Cody did. They he did dedicate a lot of money of our our money to to why not right? That doesn't take I'm much. I'm not fooled by any of those stupid moves. Remember they had the outdoor arena, John, before it was a duel. Oh, yeah, God. and Throw when my the ass off there many nights. and when the Devils practiced there, mm. remember how beat up it was. The Devils, and then he, well, South Mountain, the even Devils when there was a... Built, the Devils built the, the other, other one. The other yeah, region, yeah, yeah, the third one. That was amazing. Right. Wow. So, I mean, so cable television kind of slanted and changed everything. You know, for the first time uh, in history, they said more people, they did, like, we're in 2022, so maybe this went up to 2021, more people are now streaming than uh, watching cable. Talking about like through a Roku? Yeah, so yeah. Is that, what, what well, you know, you stream all these these group of stations like Fubo and uh, all these crazy kind of names. Hulu, yeah, all that stuff. Is streaming? Is yeah. Netflix streaming? Uh, yes, I believe so. Well, well, yeah. So, yeah. So what I still have my cable subscription. Yeah. Because I'm under the impression I really should invest the time in, in learning more about it. But, you know, I, first of all... I have a security system that says, well, we have to have a landline. Hmm. Okay, so there's the landline. Check. First box. Second box is cable TV. Check. Third box is the computer, the internet. Well, how do I, how do I ditch all of that and still have everything well, that I think I need? Well, all you need is a tower and Verizon or whatever your uh, provider is. Yeah. And they provide uh, the... Um, the streaming mechanism. All you need is that little. Right. No more boxes. Right. You know. Right. Remember those box. Remember the hot boxes. You should could get a box illegal. Do you remember? I, when I, Cinemax, I, I sold a few. Of remember them. I shouldn't we say were that. when Cinemax first hit the scene? HBO. HBO and Cinemax. Remember? Wait. All right. But let, wait. Let's go. So HBO. Mm -hmm. It was between seventy four and seventy eight because I was still in high school and I wasn't. I was. I was in Cedar Grove. Yeah. And HBO might have been. Was it $4 a month? Oh, I don't remember that. I, yeah, maybe $3 in old school time. I couldn't get my father to sign up for it. But I, <laughs> but, I think, I think, but I think you did. So I'm like, hey, Dad, listen. I mean, you yeah, know. The Gallucci's have it. It's right. just $3. Like, come on, part with some of that. Well, you know how I did that? You know how I pulled that off? Oh. You know, I pulled the old, you know, Washington, D.C. bullshit lie. I said to my dad, I says, hey, I says, the D'Angelo's on HBO. <laughs> Come on. He goes, oh, what's this HBO? Well, you know, how yeah. much money a month? $6? But why am I going to pay $6? Could you well, imagine? Okay, fine. Then I'll just come home from school every day and I'll go hang out at the D'Angelo's right. and you won't see me. Right. He gave me that look. Well, His like, eyebrow went up, you know. And, yeah, right. All right. Okay. Wow. So we got HBO. And then you told your dad the Gallucci's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it worked like a charm, <laughs> you know. Hey, to get my father to go into his pocket, right? Or I guess, may I don't know about your dad, but it was it was well, not easy. I can remember. Why do I remember? I think it was the summer of our, of our freshman year, and it was a really hot day. It was sure. a really hot day. And, and you said, come on over. 
you know, we'll we'll watch we'll watch some movies. Yeah. Like, you know, watching movies yeah. in somebody's house was yeah. like they had wow. the pamphlet in the mail. Yeah, remember the pamphlet yeah. with all the different movies and stations and yeah. the times that wow. they were on, and um, and I think your your mother had you know a big big bowl lovely flora of, of leftover sandwiches from your dad's truck oh okay and we sat there and ate. just chowing down at, oh man i loved your mother's egg salad sandwiches oh john she made a nice egg salad she did she made a nice egg because salad. they were wrapped in and you know the plastic yeah, wrap, yeah, yeah, yeah. when they came off the truck it was all oh. permeated and moist <laughs> it, was just, it was better than probably when she had first wrapped it oh yeah yeah me. yeah and i re never forget i will never forget watching do you remember the first movie we watched i do no which one was it dirty mary crazy larry Oh, what the hell With is Peter that? Peter Fonda, I think. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I, how do you they, remember they, they that? Flying, you do I, have a good memory. They go flying across railroad tracks, and a train comes and hits them, and a car explodes Blows. into flames. So the so the uh, you know the rough riding uh, revolutionary dissidents wow. learned their lesson in the end. Do you remember? Do you remember that if you waited past a certain hour, I don't know if it was midnight or 11 p.m. You can get a movie that might have had a was a little risque, <laughs> might have had a little uh, like partial nudity. Yeah, that's funny. Oh yeah, and you know, listen, you're a teenage guy. You're like, what the hell is this? Is this gonna be here? You know? Well, look at the movie. We Mary, Crazy, Crazy Larry. Larry. Wow, that was it. Well, look at the movie, John, that we always talk about. Uh, 1974. Swept Away. That's where we watched <laughs> Swept Away. Remember that? Away. Madonna did the remake. Right. But swept away with Giancarlo Giannini. Directed by John John Hugh. Right. Film stars Peter Fonda. Honda. Susan St. George. Remember her? Yeah. Adam Rourke and Vic Morrow. Vic yeah. Morrow. Yeah, right. 30 wow. Mary Crazy Larry. 74? Yeah. 74. Wow, yeah. that's and, amazing. And, and it was so, you know, we felt so empowered that we were watching a yeah. major Hollywood yeah. motion picture. Like Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry, wow! Yeah, yeah. And where were we? In Phil's TV. Room. Yeah, and the same movie played like all month. Oh, yeah. And then you get the month. new pamphlet, and you'd be like, right. "Wow, what's this month's movie gonna right. be?" Right? We watched right. it, and then I then I would be like, "So, like, you know, wow, we got this, we got that." Well, then I would go to my cousin's house down in Newark or in East Orange. Yeah. And I'd did they say, even have cable? Think, it took a while for everybody to get cable. Station. Did in the really? universe, because they had a bunch of illegal cable boxes. Mm. Remember the cable boxes that they would hang out their back window? Oh, yeah, all they that would, stuff. There would be an antenna on the yeah, roof. Yeah, yeah. They would just stick it in, and I'm like, what is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a big deal. <laughs> that was a big deal. Most of my cousins had that. They were selling each cable box for $116 wow. back in 19... 70. Yeah, the mid-70s. That yeah. was a lot of money back then. Oh, 100%. You flew under the radar. At least wow. we thought we did. You, you, know? you know how you know that uh, streaming, well, at least with me, is taking over for cable? The New York Rangers, uh, who owned them? The Dolans, right? The oh, Dolans owned the I Rangers and the Knicks. No idea. And they owned Cablevision. Oh, and I would say five, six years ago, they sold Cablevision. And I'm like, wait a minute. There's so much money, and everybody's got cable. Yeah. Why would they sell? But right. streaming had already started. Right. And uh, well, I think the owner I said, of this the is... Flyers owned 
the Philly, I don't want to say the Philly version of cable vision, but yeah. one of those big. Sure. You know, well, don't TV. forget the sports the sports stations. Remember, ESPN was a big deal because, yeah. yeah. but the sports teams started their own. The Yankees had their own station now. Rain MSG. Yeah. I don't know how long, but a long time. And once that money started happening, yeah. teams were making more money. Well, yeah. Football. I'm telling you, TV money ruined sports. Because now everybody's flying all over the place. Everybody's making a ton of money. There's no loyalty. You know, players. players, and you know nobody. And most of the, and for a while, most of the owners of teams didn't care if they were winning or losing because they're getting fifty million dollar check from uh, NBC yeah. or ESPN. Right. You know, why do I have to yeah. buy players? I'm getting fifty million. Know. You know. No, c- cable TV is amazing, but what happened was it, it let a bunch of people break free, because the way it was explained to me when I was screenwriting was that, you know, back in the 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s, even the 80s, kind of, certainly through the 50s, through the 70s, there were three major networks in any big city, you know, uh, catchment basin. It was ABC, NBC, and CBS. Yes, that was it. And then you had the local stations like WOR and PIX. PIX. You know, PIX would do the Yule Log every year. And what was what was Channel Five? That was W. Uh, WR was nine. nine. Pix was PX was eleven. Yeah. What was five? Uh, I can't remember what five was. All I remember was that voiceover guy at Christmas time. They would have those little cartoon uh, bikers. And remember the uh, the bird in the tree chirping, and then the guy comes by in a snowstorm, and he's got a saw, and he stops at the tree. <laughs> Grabs a saw and the birds in the tree chirping as yeah. the snow is falling. Oh. It was all stick figures. Oh wow! And the bird stops and looks, and the guy uses the saw and plays it like a. Oh yes. And then the bird and all the birds start chirping, oh, and then yeah. the guy goes, "Merry Christmas from Channel Five." Yeah. <laughs> It was uh, like, it, it's like it made the holidays. It really it's, did. They surrounded you with well, good feelings. Well, 5, 9, and 11. Good feelings are gone. Oh, way gone. Oh, w and EW. Oh, that's, that's what it was? Yeah, right? I Channel 5 was W and EW for New York. Okay, yeah. so 5, 9, and 11, but they played mostly reruns. Of course. You know, I they had news anchors that nobody heard of. El Gilligan's Island, Honeymooners, of course, Lost classic, Lost in Space, Abbott and Costello yeah. on, a, on Sunday mornings. Yeah. I mean, come on. If you're in your 60s, and uh, I don't know if they Look, play. viewers, if we're losing you, isn't this better than nasty politics? I could have, we, we could have oh, yeah. done an yeah. episode that will be coming about how the United States is weaponizing all of these three- and two-letter agencies that should not be weaponized, like HHS weaponized, the EPA weaponized, the VA, the VA weaponized with camo and body armor and night scopes and machine guns and 15 million rounds of ammo. What are they, what are they doing all that for? All right, stop. Oh, so man. let's go back mm-hmm. to normal programming, and we'll talk about... The good old days of television and radio. Your normal programming will resume 
after a station identification, right? right? right. How about a disclaimer? A disclaimer, yeah. <laughs> we are not responsible for what the uh, hosts and guests are about to say. Right. Yeah, but you know, John, like anything else, and we've had this discussion whenever we go back to memory lane, things were a lot simpler back then, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you want to call it maybe naive. Uh, we didn't know the, the depth of, you know, what people in politics were doing or what, uh, you know, police or anybody else was doing, you know. But uh, it was just an innocent time. And I'll tell you what, growing up in the 60s, I wouldn't change it for the world unless I could grow up in the 50s, you know. I wouldn't want to be a kid now. Well, there's, you know, that whole, I don't want to get political, but that whole Republican notion of government, smaller Mm. government, more power to the people, which the Democrats seem to scorn. And the Democrats love big, big government and big taxes and, and runaway spending. And they've co-opted the Democratic populace into thinking that if you, if you pay more taxes to a huge, huge government, mm. then people will be better off because the government looks out for people. It takes there care of you. There welfare programs and this and mm. that. When the truth is, it's the greatest scam transfer of billions and billions and billions I, and billions. I think now we're up to trillions. Right, trillions of, of dollars from the workforce. They take it into their government coffers or their, the IRS and transfer that to other private hands. It's called, that's, that's money laundering. Well, that's the only that's, way to put it, pal. That's exactly what it is. And at the same time, they're trying to crush farmers all over the world. Oh, my God. All over the world, which is why some scumbag like Bill Gates is buying up hundreds of thousands of acres of farmland. Hundreds of thousands of acres of farmland because... They want to kill off farmers from growing crops and and raising animals for consumption because Gates is going to be the the cricket king. He's going to be the cricket king. He's going to be the mealworm and cricket king, and he's going to have, he's going to grow gajillions of insects, and then they're going to make them into soylent green patties and feed them to the populace that is happy but owns nothing. Right. Well, if we don't stop this before it gets any further, that's exactly what you're going to allow to happen. So people like Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and George Soros and and all of the top dogs of the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, they need to be reined in. That you know, you could you could say it's funny the least dangerous of these these scumbag factions are actually the elected politicians because they're, they're here and gone. It's those son of a bitches that are out there through the Trilateral Commission and the CFR and the, the bureaucrats. Bilderberg, Bilderberg Group and the, the World Economic Forum and the IMF and, you know, and, and the, the, the European Union. Oh, oh, now the, now the WEF and other non-elected officials globally are pressuring Europe to start its own army, to start its own army. So NATO troops, NATO is not enough. 
the German army, the Spanish army, the French, all of the classic traditional armies are not enough. Wow. Now they want to start a European, European. army. Wow. And let me tell you what, people. Maybe, maybe a young American Marine, male or female, maybe they would think twice about invading a neighborhood in Pennsylvania or Texas or Minnesota or Jersey or Florida and then opening fire on, on order. Maybe they would think twice or three times, hopefully. But NATO troops or the European Army troops, they're not going to give a shit. They're going to be told this is, this is the agenda, this is the mission, take no prisoners. Does that sound like fear-mongering? It is scary, but you know something? You gotta stop, step back, take a deep breath and say, why are they doing this? Why are they weaponizing everywhere, all over the place? They're trying to centralize, see that the, if you step back and look, the World Economic Forum and all of these Davos scumbags are trying slowly but desperately but surely to centralize power. And the power is not elected power. It's going back to the Middle Ages, where kings and queens owned the land and the serfs were, I mean, just think, just think of Mel Gibson and Braveheart, Braveheart, Braveheart. They were the, the Irish and the Scots and the Welsh, all of those those indigenous peoples and tribes were considered the unwashed pigs to the monarchy, to the kings and the queens. That's why they can ride through uh, a, a, a village and they would always hear, they always had their eyes and their ears and their little turncoats and their moles. And if some guy was gonna marry some girl, what did the lords do? They would take her and rape her and have sex with her before the wedding. Right. Mm. So that's what they tried in Braveheart. And that was not just, you know, Hollywood bullshit. Mel Gibson had that research. The, the Brits did that all the time. You think that other other monarchies didn't pull that shit? Of course they did. Even even priests of the of the Roman Catholic Church did that. So there's a there's a terrible evil on this planet, people. We went from TV to to, uh, to institutional, you know, well, I, I people think, in monarchies. But there's a point to all of this. I think that's the the major problem. I mean, not only are politicians a problem, John, but it's the bureaucrats. Um, the first one that comes to mind is uh, Anthony Fauci. I won't even put the DR in front of his name. He doesn't deserve it. But I mean, there's somebody not elected by the people for the people. A 40 year bureaucrat and he's telling douchebag yeah yes correct that if it stands for that absolutely i mean and that's exactly you know and there's and the swamp is filled with yeah. tens yeah. of thousands of bureaucrats yeah. oh, sure. at every level well think about it and the and the greater they expand the government the greater, uh, more the bureaucrats. Army is. Absolutely. So yeah. you're either going to work for the A team, the bureaucrats, and the government, or you, or you ain't working. You ain't working. 
you know, and right. that's and that's the major problem. So this is why I feel that they're fighting so much against DJT oh, sure. forty five, yeah. hopefully forty seven, yeah. because he's he's getting rid of all these people. Well, like you know, I, you know what? <laughs> he had better at least be still. It better not have all been a hoax, because if it is a hoax. What's that, gonna, John? It, What's the hoax? Well, I mean, his whole agenda of draining the swamp. Oh, okay. There's a lot of people. People on the right who think, Jesus, you know, maybe it was all a hoax. You know, how he how he potentiated the uh, they shit and all that crap. It, that was kind of unexplainable to a lot of us. But you know the, the scariest thing to me? People, if, you, if, you, if you're scratching your head and you're stroking your beards and raising your eyebrows mm -hmm. at... Inquisitively. Is, is, yeah, is, is this conspiracy theory stuff could it all be true or is is Gallucci just you know gonna blow in smoke again he's really well, he's the epitome of a conspiracy theorist let me say this to you it should be abundantly clear to you now that Anthony Fauci had his his filthy little poisonous tree toad fingers in the creation of that thing that flies around with the spikes on it, that goes in your respiratory tract, and that killed millions of people worldwide, that closed down businesses and shops and shut down economies and, and, and locked down populations all over the planet. And he was able to look at Rand Paul and say, no, you're the one that doesn't know what you're talking about. We did not uh, proceed with gain of function. When, in fact, that's exactly what he did. And I've seen other interviews. Outlawed in the United States, he, John. He, well, that's because that's why they outsourced it to Wuhan. Mm -hmm. Now there's evidence that Wuhan wasn't the only place. Where was the other place, John? The Ukraine. Hard to believe. The Ukraine. The yeah, Ukraine, right. I, which you never heard of before the last couple of years, well, before 2014. Yeah. It's like a central to everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I know. It's a and, bit odd. And, um, you know, it's it's really, really unbelievable. There was something else that was sticking in my craw that I saw, a, a news break. Today I saw it, but it was over the last, I think, well, week or so. Joe Biden gave some kind of address. Well, wait a minute. He's been on vacation for two weeks. Well, I, I don't know, okay? But okay. He, he made some kind of statement against... It may have been about the, the Inflation Reduction Act and about the... I don't know how much it was. Some some stations are saying $700 billion, billion, Some yeah. are saying $880 billion. Yeah, by the time but they're finished... Apparently, it was, it was delivered in... Two languages. Guess what two? What two, John? English. Yeah. Chinese. Really? Yeah. That is really yeah. interesting. It, you know, that is, you know, it's like people, do you not see what's happening? Wow. You, you know, people, the people that don't get it, people that are denying what's happening, you remind me of, you know, that classic story of the frogs in the pot of water, right? And they're in a thick Pyrex glass bowl on the stove. Pyrex because Pyrex won't explode, right? 
and the frogs are in that water, bathing in the warm water, and they're watching the person in the kitchen reach over and slowly turn up the gas. They're watching it. It's right in their face. Do they hop out? They could hop out, but no. No, they go, oh, what could happen? It's the old frogs, what could happen? Now, if it was a steel pot or an aluminum pot or whatever, they would never see the person turning the gas off. But in this instance, the people have it in their face and they're just not paying attention. Now, are, are we too afraid to recognize the magnitude of the monster that's staring us down? Maybe that's it. Because Tony Fauci is... He's a spectacular, a spectacular, stupendous liar and a little tiny man that kind of very quiet and demure with his glasses. And before he wants to make a statement, he takes his glasses off and he wipes them with a little thing, with his little wipe from his glass cases and he puts them back on and he goes like this with his tie. Mm. And he says... I don't, I don't see, I don't see what you're talking about. Really? You're scary. You're such a fabulous little murderous poisonous tree toad liar. You are a liar. Your residence should be raided. Mm. John, we're going to go for the, we're going to go for the early alchemization here. What started you as like a, this episode? No, yeah, I, I, I love it. No, I love it. But uh, we talked about TV, cable, our first well, movie. We all over the place. But you know, we're on the into the uh, you know the politics, which we try not to get to. But it's so current event. I mean, how it's like slaps you in the face every morning, every newscast. So I do love this episode. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think it's time to alchemize. You know, Any ideas on. On alchemization? Yeah. The only thing I could say, John, is stuff. And you know what? I hate to sound like, you know, here they go again. They're going to talk about the same stuff. But it is the same But stuff. it is. Become aware, people. Like John's always saying, yeah. be, open your eyes. to right. Open your eyes to see and your ears to hear. Yeah. And listen. Just listen to what everybody is saying. And then see and try and figure out for yourself. Don't be blind that, you know, if you go to a used car lot, right, car lot, the guy says, oh, this is the best car in the world. You know, looks a little beat up, but, oh, yeah, no, it's fine. No, there's nothing. You open up the hood and it looks beat up. No, 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 it's fine. It's telling you. You would never buy it. If you have a, the Brooklyn Bridge is for sale, John. I need I need five grand and you can have this bridge. It'll be yours. I'll go ahead, sweetie. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do not be a sucker. Or to our New York friends, a sucker. No R. You know, do not be a sucker. Just like John says it all the time, and I agree 100%. Be aware. Be, listen, listen. This Trump derangement syndrome is a real thing. It 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 does not make sense to hate anybody that much. I still can't understand, you know, did he sell uranium? To the Russians? Uranium to the Russians? No. Did he collude with the Russians? No. No. Um, Did he take classified documents out of the White House and now he's going to get indicted and charged and convicted and jailed? Uh, 
I don't believe so. Yeah. Did he say grab her by the P word? He did. Yeah. He did. Guess what? My daughter's collegiate varsity ice hockey team, what came out of their mouths made Donald Trump look like an altar boy. Yeah. Yeah, it's human. Right. People so are what human. Did he, do? did he did he sell off all of our prized farm, farmland to the Chinese? No, that was another president and a bunch of Congress people and senators. That's who did that. Um, what what was it that Donald Trump did? Oh, he wanted to make us energy independent. Oh no, he did. How dare he? Yeah. Oh, how dare he? Yeah. Uh, and so then we got that little. That little piece of you know what who's now 20 years old or something how dare you um she's yeah. another one she's another one that's kind of fallen off the cliff because unless she's scripted she means nothing you know she is she's actually a crisis actress that's exactly what she is yeah. mother and father are actors and actresses and so is she so she's given a script here you're on little greta little greta turnberg and uh do your thing and don't forget to scowl, and don't forget to cry, and don't forget to say, how dare you, yeah. you've stolen my life. So, so John, that's what I would say to Akamai, just yeah. be aware, be aware, people. Right. It's time to I can, I actually can, observe. Let me suggest um, Please a do. technique that I use that I believe serves me well. I try not to put something in my head and just be like a steel trap around it. I have friends of mine that are on the right and on the left who have something in their head and that's it. And that's it. That's it's like it's like they've gotten a Sharpie magic marker and, you know, scribbled all over their faces. You know, it's it's gonna be a long time mm. before see that that magic marker won't come out. It'll that right, but the scribbles will stay until your skin grows out and you desquamate that 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 skin, that's stained with the indelible sharpie marker. So they have things that are indelible in their heads. One of them is Trump derangement syndrome. Now, I couldn't stand Hillary Clinton. I just couldn't stand. I all I saw was evil, no matter how she twisted and turned. But you know what? I don't, I don't bother. I realize that I don't bother myself with her anymore. Maybe I would if I thought she was really going to make a, a number one, if she's still alive, and number two, if she's going to make a, a run for the White House, then maybe that'll be reignited in me just because I believe that she's the queen of the new world order. I really believe that. I believe Barack Obama is the king of the new world order, other than people like Bill Gates. I'm talking about Americans. We're not talking about Soros and Kissinger and, and uh, that douchebag Nazi from the World Economic Forum. But one of the techniques I use is start watching some of the truthers on whatever venue you like, Rumble, uh, BitChute, YouTube, and get comfortable with maybe a half a dozen truther um, programs and listen to what they say over maybe a month or two or three and let it kind of you know digest it and what I do is I sift the sand for common denominators so if this one says something and you go oh my god that could that be true if all of a sudden over two or three months time and you're watching a dozen maybe ten or twelve different people that are speaking 
and all of a sudden they're all saying the same thing, you should at least have an awareness of what they're saying and how common is that common denominator. And could it be true? And then, and then look into it yourself. And then you just might be much further down the road than if you just stick your head up your ass and say, oh, I, don't, I don't like politics. I hate politics. One of my Facebook friends that I grew up with, he didn't like what I had to say about something. He goes, why don't you just run for office? You know what? I, and st I took the high road, and I just gave him a thumbs up. Thumbs up, which basically meant, fuck you. Don't tell me to fucking run for office because that's a veil to go fuck yourself. That's what it is. And I am not a politician. I wouldn't last a day as a politician because I tell people where to pack it. So common denominator, start becoming aware. Start listening to people who have programs where there are truthers. But let me tell you who shows I don't watch. I don't watch the multi-million dollar productions on Rumble or, or BitChute or, or YouTube where they have a, a real producer and a real research team and a real director and all of that crap and they've got killer electronics and tech and bam, ba bam, bam, roar, and title comes up and the music and bam, ba bam, ba bam, ba bam. It's all geared to hype you. And you know what? I think their message gets lost and all they're really going for is fucking viewership because now they're just now they're just a a ship for entertainment and viewership and they're all monetized. Find the people that don't have that loud crazy hype. Anyway, that's it people. No prayers today because the prayers are ever present. If you don't pray you're only hurting yourself and your lineage. If you don't meditate, you're losing out big time. I said it once before, I'll say it again. When you pray, you talk to the Creator. When you meditate, you present yourself to the Creator. And then the Creator will start regarding you. Amen, Phil. Wow, John, great episode. Thank you very much. If you like what we're doing, people, press like, subscribe. Oh, wait, like, follow. Well, yeah, subscribe. Subscribe. The Jersey Alchemist. Peace. Till next time. Peace out. Peace out. Peace in.